Hey everyone, welcome to the Cedar Room Podcast where we talk about life, family, a lot of business, and a little bit about everything else. I'm Dan Vanderkoy, husband to my stunning wife, Erin, dad to our three wild kiddos, and owner of Mana Insurance Group. From running around playing games as a youth pastor to running an insurance company, I've experienced and learned a lot. We hope this is a place for you to come think, process, and challenge yourself to grow. Make sure you hit that subscribe button to stay connected as we talk through these ideas together. Hey everybody, Dan Vanderkoy here with the Cedar Room Podcast with Mana Insurance Group, and I am sitting in my absolute favorite restaurant today. We call it my second office. <laughs> um, Jake's Linden uh, with Brian Pogue, the owner and founder of Jake's. Brian, thanks for being on today. Oh, it's my pleasure. I'm humbled to be here. Yeah, so I wanted to just kind of jump right in a little bit. So you've been in the restaurant industry a long time. Um, and the restaurant industry is not, I would say my perception is not an easy industry to always be in. Um, how did you get into it? How did you get your start, your passion for food? Where's all that come from? Kind of where's your, where's your beginnings here? Well, um, back in my college days, uh, I was, you know, 19 and I was kind of, um, my major was, uh, Nintendo, the original Nintendo <laughs> and drinking beer. Okay. okay. So, uh, my parents said, Hey, uh, we're, we're done paying for your college. You're coming home and you're going to go to work. And so I got a job at a supermarket, uh, in town. And, um, as that, as I was doing that, there was a new restaurant opening up in the parking lot. It was Chi Chi's Mexican restaurant. Okay. So back from the Midwest, a company there, but, yeah. uh, so I decided, Hey, I'm going to go work over there. I hear servers make a lot of money. So, yeah. Uh, I went and applied and started doing it, and I really, I really enjoyed it. I think mm. the thing I enjoyed most was, uh, you know, the service aspect yeah. and uh, you know taking care of uh, guests and yeah. uh, meeting them and the relationships and and having repeat business. And so there was something there. And so uh, Chi Chi's asked me to go into management with them, and yeah. I did. And I had an opportunity to work for. Uh, uh, a great manager in Columbus, Ohio, that uh, really saw a lot in me and okay. uh, encouraged me, and uh, and was a big fan. And so, the rest is kind of history. I always huh. thought, you know what, I'm going to do this management thing for a little while, mm -hmm. but uh, by the time I'm 30, I'm out of this business. I'm uh -huh. going to do something else. I'm going to go to school or whatever. But. Yeah. So here I am almost 50 and I still have not gotten out of it. It's just, uh, I just love people, you yeah. know, I love serving and, uh, you know, growing up in Tennessee, you know, Southern hospitality, I was mm -hmm. a yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Yes, sir. Yeah. No, sir. Kind of guy. My pleasure. And yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, uh, and, and it's just ingrained in me and mm -hmm. this is such a great fit for that type of, uh, mentality, you yeah. know, and we've tried to, we've tried to weave, uh, weave that into what we do here, mm -hmm. uh, at Jake's, you know, Southern hospitality is a yeah. big thing. We, yeah. you know, so that's kind of what fueled it. It's not, you know, I love food. Uh, I love great quality food, yeah. but to me, it's more about service. It's more about what can, what can we do to make an experience great or better than than what people are accustomed to yeah. so that's what we strive yeah. to do well and I, i'm kind of the same way my wife always jokes that you know with my job i get to do a lot of lunch meetings right and so mm -hmm. um i end up spending a lot of money here and a couple other places around town but like um it's it's one of those things when i when i walk in here when you guys kind of and we'll get into this a little, little later on but when you guys reopened your doors it was like oh my second home's back my yeah. second office is back yeah um 
I remember there used to, there was a guy that did youth ministry for a long time and Jim Healy in the community. And he always had this one little restaurant he'd, you know, he'd do mentoring meetings with. And I feel like that's kind of like my little corner booth. It's just on the other side of that wall that I walk in yep. and your wife usually comes and says, do you want lemonade or Pepsi today? And do you want your wings? Right? Like yeah. it's just, it's kind of that feeling at home and you guys do a really good job of that. Well, thank so, you very yeah. much. Yeah. Thank so, you. um, you guys, so you grew up in Tennessee. Yep. Nashville. You were in Nashville. Mm -hmm. So I went to Nashville for the first time this last September for a life insurance conference. Mm -hmm. What a fun city. It is. Boy, it's changed a lot over the years too. When I was there, it was, boy, when I moved out here, it was uh, 1998. Okay. And it is amazing how much it's grown and developed. And now it's just one of the hottest places to be. Yeah. Um, you know, pro sports teams and yep. celebrities and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's a different place. And a little bit of country music there, just a little bit. Right? A little bit. I couldn't <laughs> sing, so I left. So. Um, so, okay, so you came out to Linden. Mm -hmm. um, and where did that take you within the restaurant industry at that point in time? You know, uh, I started working at uh, Homestead when I first uh, moved here. Okay. Uh, Is that back when I was like Duffers? Or yeah. Something? Was it Duffers? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. So uh, worked for the Weinstras and yeah, um, and yeah, we we saw the clubhouse expansion uh, through there and um, you know working for uh, I had al always worked for corporate restaurants. Okay. And so going to work for like a family owned restaurant mm -hmm. was a was really uh, something that took a lot of getting used to and and I just I felt like man I I I, I can do this you know yeah. I saw the Weinstras and and how involved they were in it and they were great to work for and mm -hmm. great people and have really done a lot in the community and yeah um but I saw that and saw man I I think I can do this yeah and so um you know we I just started down the road of 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 doing that and uh kind of bit the bullet and became an entrepreneur. So <laughs> that's cool. So, yeah. so you did that. Um, and you've started several restaurants now over time, haven't you? Yeah. Three or, or four, if you count the relaunch here at Jake's, yeah. but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's been, been an interesting, uh, process and yeah. all, all different, all unique. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Would it be fair to say that barbecue food is your passion? Are what you enjoy the most? Doing? Yes, yes. As, as a matter of fact, whenever we go, like when we were when we were out of state, when we lived in California and uh, Arizona, mm -hmm. always on the lookout for the newest barbecue place or yeah. a place that we hadn't tried. To yeah, just see different things. It's, yeah, it's been fun. Yeah, that that part that is a passion of yeah. mine. So that's cool. So when I was in Nashville, I got to ask this question then, because you know how much I enjoy like good brisket mm -hmm. and good barbecue. Um, have you ever eaten at the Martin's barbecue? Martin's was not around. It I wasn't. don't think when I, when I was there and if okay. it was, I wasn't you know, okay. at that point in time yeah. into that. that it, much. it was, it was good. Uh, it was actually, it was actually really good. Actually at one point in time, Kaylee was back there for another convention and, um, there's that Marco Polo app and she sent mm -hmm. a couple people of us, um, basically her eating, a bunch of like ribs and stuff like that and rubbing it in our face. I'm like, whatever, I can just go to Jake's. Yeah. yeah so Jake's is just as good, if not better. So, <laughs> well, thank you. Kaylee's laughing over <laughs> in the corner right now. Um, so was that embarrassing? No. <laughs> um, so you, when did you open Jake's originally? Uh, we opened in 2000, 2007. Okay. 2008. Okay. Yeah. And 
thought process behind that, doing something different? Um, yeah, because you, you had done was it the loft before that? Yeah, maybe? we had the loft and okay. we sold uh, sold the loft. Okay. Um, and and I just wanted to get the loft was more of a kind of a seemed like more of a fine dining. Yeah, I would uh, agree with that. Yeah, and so it wasn't that wasn't the most comfortable thing for me to do. Yeah. And so I really wanted to get back to something that was a little more closely tied to my roots mm -hmm. and uh, a food or a genre that, you know, that I knew a little bit more about. Yeah. And the, so the loft was downtown Linden on front street, it was. which was voted, wasn't that voted the number one front street or main street in America a yeah, few years ago. It was. Um, and that was before they had the fire yes. in the Waples building. Correct. Yeah, that's so, correct. So did you sell that before the fire or did the kind of the fire and then you were kind of done with it? What we, happened there? We sold it before the fire. Okay. And so uh, when that fire happened, man, it was kind of a grieving process for us too, because the uh, owners, uh, the new owners of that business, they kind of changed things and they were having some success. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, that's, we really wanted that, you know, yeah. that was that biz. We built a lot of uh, business there. And, and yeah. so, uh, yeah, we wanted them to be successful. So it was yeah. very unfortunate, but yeah. man, look at, look at the turnaround that building has right. made now, the investment made in yep. it. And it's really uh, kind of revitalized that downtown area, I think. Yeah. And it, and it takes someone with a vision to do that mm -hmm. and some investors and stuff to come behind that. But I still remember I'd go there for lunch every once in a while. And um, it's kind of cool because you're just, you're kind of up elevated. You kind of look down on front street there and yeah. across the street was the Dutch bakery there and mm -hmm. kind of a, kind of a neat, a neat deal there. So yeah, we could but spy on a lot of people in London. I'm sure that you location. could. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, so you sell that restaurant. Um, do you open Jake's right away at that point? Well, that was, uh, that was the game plan. I had a non-compete uh, with, uh, with another, uh, you know, startup that yeah. I had. Uh, and so once that uh, was done, I knew that I kind of wanted to maybe move to where there was a little more traffic. And, yeah. uh, you know, I, had, I, had, I wasn't sure if this was the right location, but uh, I figured, you know what, if we if we do the things that I think we're capable of doing from a service standpoint mm -hmm. and I always, uh, you know, go for quality food. I don't yeah. if, if we can if we can offer that, I think people will find us. People will come regardless. And so. Uh, that's what we did. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And so you, you open Jake's, yep. um, tell me when opening a restaurant, you've done it a few times now, mm -hmm. maybe the hardest thing to do, um, the more, the thing you enjoy the most about it. Um, yeah. Start with those two. Yeah. Um, well, each one has been different. Okay. Um, each one has had a, had its own challenges. I kind of liken this relaunch of Jake's to what we did downtown mm. uh, because we followed another business. I see. Uh, and so anytime you follow in, in someone else's business, there's always a challenge there. I mean, yeah. even for the folks that we sold Jake's to, um, it, you know, hindsight being 2020, they, they probably should have maintained what we were doing uh for a while or at least tried it mm -hmm. but i think maybe they they tried to change a little bit too much right off the bat when when we went into downtown uh into the loft we changed uh, you know we didn't change too terribly much yeah. we just kind of gradually worked our way into it yeah. um, well and they say that about coming into new positions of leadership too like my background is i worked in a church for eight, nine years. Right. Yeah. And they say when you first come in, 
you don't want to just come in and make wholesale changes. You want to get to know the staff and the right. culture and the people. Right. Right. And not yep. just kind of be the new guy that comes in with your agenda and kind of bowls over everybody. Um, right. Things that they might be comfortable with, but then, you know, taking time and then starting to implement that and after maybe six months to a year and just kind of slow changes. Right. Yeah, and yeah definitely. That probably goes a long way. So absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. When we, um, you know, when we op- opened Jake's the first time, things were great. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were, we were, uh, all kinds of business. It was fantastic, but then the economy crashed yeah. and that's, uh, boy, that was a wake up call. People don't you know? go out to eat when they have a choice between paying bills. And, yeah. Right? Yeah, definitely. You know, we lost 40% of our, uh, revenue in one month. So it was, it was almost market trend with what the market was doing. Cause the market Absolutely. was 35 to 40% down and you mm-hmm. saw almost that correlate then directly to your business. Then too. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there was some, there were some great learning lessons in yeah. all of that. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me about the relaunch of Jake's then. Obviously yep. that was in November, I believe. Yeah. We opened back up in November. Okay. Uh, when we came back in, uh, you know, the, you know, the decision to move back to Linden from, uh, we were living in Arizona at the time was, yeah. was really family related. You okay. know, we kind of, we were we were on an island down in uh, Arizona, didn't know too many people. And, yeah. um, you know, we, we both had jobs that we really liked, but man, outside of that, it was just kind of, kind of lonely. And yeah. so, uh, having, uh, our youngest you, you daughter, you guys just miss me coming in every day, right? Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm saying a bunch of stuff, but that's really the gist of it. No, uh, we had our youngest daughter was starting high school and we just kind of felt like, man, we want to give her the same opportunity our other kids had mm-hmm. of, uh, of growing up in this community. You know, there's something special about Linden. Mm-hmm. Uh, both schools uh, are uh, fantastic. They have mm-hmm. great teachers. They have great coaches. Yeah. And, and the community is just really supportive. Yeah. And we felt like our youngest daughter was missing out on that. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to move back. And when I, obviously Jake's was available and empty at the time. So I made contact with the landlords and said, Hey, what would it look like if we came back in? And, uh, they were ecstatic that we were, um, that we were even thinking about it. So we kind of looked around, uh, at the space and, uh, boy, what's what, what you would think would be an easy transition, uh, kind of a no brainer, uh, Oh, let's just open the doors and get back to yeah. back to business was was not that. Mm-hmm. And so it it, tr- it presented some unique uh, challenges as well. You know, the, I got in here and pretty much just started demolishing everything. We ripped up all the flooring, the booths, you know, lighting off the walls, yeah. everything and just yeah. kind of started over. So did you with that whole relaunch of Jake's, I, I will say it is a, it is a it's an awesome atmosphere in here thank you it's it's a really cool vibe i love this even this the wood wall here with the yeah. windows up top and the the you know like the loft door basically mm-hmm. like I, I just think it's really cool it's very welcoming it's very inviting thank you um did you do all this yourself uh y- you know i did a lot of the demo work okay my wife did a lot of the you know picking out of colors and uh, kind of that sort of so thing our wives the lighting. Are similar in that way yeah yeah i don't know i don't know how to do that <laughs> yeah stuff. right i could do the grunt work yeah but, yep exactly uh and no we had a we had a contractor that kind of came in and had okay. some ideas about the wood wall you know uh, mike veltizen is a yep. builder in town he's yep. a really good friend of mine and yep. you know he uh he kind of opened our eyes to, to something like that. And, yeah. and, uh, I was, you know, at first I was like, you know, it's barnwood wall. I, I don't know, Mike, <laughs> come on. 
And so he put a couple of the boards up just to kind of give me a feel for it. And I was still kind of you don't watch H- on it. You don't watch Chip don't, and Joanna Gaines, do you? Uh, HGTV? Really. No. no. <laughs> but my mother-in-law, who does uh-huh. watch that show, uh, she came in one day uh, to kind of check on the progress. And mm-hmm. she saw that the wood up on the wall and said, wow, that is really cool. And I was like, oh, really? You, hmm. you like that? <laughs> she was like, yeah, it gave me chills when I walked around the corner. So I was like, okay, barnwood wall. Yeah, it is. I guess we're doing it. Right? Yeah, no kidding. So Mike, go to town, buddy. Oh, that's so, cool. Well, but he did a great job on that. Yeah. And, and everything just kind of tied together. I know uh, there's, you know, it's simple. It's yeah. more simple than, uh, but I think, I think it says a lot too, you know, and I, I appreciate yeah. your insight on that too. It's always yeah. good to hear that perspective. Yeah. No, that's great. So coming back, you're kind of, you know, I, I remember the windows kind of being blocked off and you're going to town in here and everything. Mm-hmm. And everyone's kind of like, Hey, we're excited. There's the, the restaurants coming back, that sort of thing. Um, could you feel some of that anticipation from the community, um, as you're, head down, <laughs> doing the grunt work, doing all that kind of things, getting prepped, probably, I'm guessing, probably hiring a whole new staff, figuring out how all this is gonna work. Cause you very much work in the business, not just running the business from, I'll call it a, a management or a corporate level, but mm-hmm. you're, you're in it, you're working hard at it on a daily basis. But could you sense some of the anticipation and excitement around the community or did you feel like, I just got to get this done. My head's here. I'm looking down. I'll worry about that stuff later. Yeah, that's a great question. You know, and looking back on it, I was really focused on the details of, you know, demolition. Yeah. I got to get this painting done. Uh, Honey, we got to get these lights put up. Yeah. Uh, When is the flooring going to be done? That sort of stuff. Um, And from that standpoint, I wasn't really too focused on the anticipation. You know, people would stop by from time to time. Oh, we're really excited you're coming back. Heard you were coming back. Uh, And then, you know, you meet, you see people, you know, uh, in the community. Are you going to open Jake's back up? Yeah, we're thinking about it. You know, kind of being sheepish about that. A little coy, just like, I don't want to necessarily fully commit yet. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And it, you know, really, it wasn't until... um, we launched a Facebook page and we, I, I shared a, I shared a post about Facebook on Facebook about us reopening. And when that came out, I think that thing got about 275 shares and it just had a huge reach. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm thinking, wow, that's kind of a tough first uh, Facebook page to go up against in the future. But it was, it kind of hit me there. Okay people are ready. People yeah. are, people are excited and, uh, and yeah, it was, it's been good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so now you're what four months in or so three, three, yeah. three. Mm-hmm. Um, how are things going? Good. Yeah. You know, I think the, I think the honeymoon period is over. Yeah. Uh, we've kind of reached that, that point where, uh, you know, we're no longer, all right, we just, we got to get through today somehow, some way of, yeah. of all the business coming. Yeah. Uh, and it's been good, you know, it, it, it exceeded our expectations in the beginning. And so now, um, now we're, I'm at the point anyway of, all right, we need to start getting our systems in place. We need to fine tune what we, what we do as an operation. We need to, you know, we need to, uh, put procedures in place yeah. and uh, and really start costing everything out to to make sure that we're viable uh, heading into the future. It, 
is that something that you did at the Jake's before and the other restaurants as well? Were you like intentional about like operational costs and food costs and things like that? Um, or is that something that you've maybe learned over the years that I need to be more intentional about this? Yeah, I think I've, I think I've learned a little bit every time I've done this, uh, in the first, the first Jake's, I guess, Jake's 1.0. Um, we, we didn't really get to that point of doing all that stuff till we were about five or six years in, Really, you know, we just kind of, we just kind of did our thing. And, yeah. and I, th- I think uh, the more that I learned about business, the more I learned about, um, you know, the more I read, uh, about leadership and that mm-hmm. sort of thing, boy, it's crazy not to. Yeah. And so we built in, we started building systems in probably in year five or six of Jake's first time around. Um, and now we've already started, uh, two, two, three months in on this go around. Cause when mm-hmm. we took back over this business, it's crazy. The, this, this place had booths and it had tables and it had all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. It had an office computer, but it had a POS system, but the office computer, everything was wiped off of the hard drive. It was, it was, it was like starting over yeah. and, and the computer was, was basically useless. And yeah. so we had to start all over as well. And so, mm-hmm. Um, I knew the sooner that we did that stuff, the better off we were going to be for the long run because restaurants, they're not, they're, a, they're a very thin profit yeah. business. Yeah. Um, you know, and, uh, any, any little hiccup or anything can really affect, um, you know, profitability. And at the mm-hmm. end of the day, that's, you know, that's why you're in business. It's Ye- to be profitable. And so you can you know, pay your team members and, you know, make a difference in the community yeah. and, so. and support your family. And like, Absolutely. I always say, I don't know if you've ever read that book, start with why by Simon Sinek. Yeah. But like, he's like, why do we all go to work? We, we all go to work cause we need to support our families. Right. And right. so like understanding that that's where, like you said, your team members and the people around you, like, like it'd be nice if we we're all independently wealthy and we mm-hmm. could just go like for me, like I love going to Guatemala and just go do missions all sure. the time and travel and do that kind of stuff. But we have to work. We have to support our families. We have to feed yeah. our kids. We have to, and, and you see, I think just from an outsider's perspective in the restaurant industry, you see a lot of people who think, Oh, it'd be so much fun to, fun to own a restaurant. Mm-hmm. And then they try to oh, start yeah, it. And like, it's just <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. it's, it's hard. I think it's hard to be successful in your industry. And so like kudos to you. Um, because I think you guys do a phenomenal job. Well, thank um, you. so what about, um, when you think about, um, you said you've read a bunch of books mm-hmm. and leadership. Yep. Is there a book that stands out to you? That's like, this book has been like, um, just an absolute like cornerstone in my thought process as I've reopened Jake's now mm-hmm. and kind of going through, you had a brand built up, you sold it. I would say that it kind of slowly went down and they eventually went out of business and then you coming back in and almost having to rebrand in a little bit way, I would think. Right. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, what was that process like? And was there like a leadership book or a marketing book or something like that, that stood out to you in that process and things that you took away from that? Yeah. Um, you know, one of the best books that I've read, um, is the toilet paper entrepreneur. Okay. I've heard of it. I actually, so I actually, I, I believe there's that. And then there's like some pumpkin book, the pumpkin plan, the pumpkin plan. Yeah. And a friend of mine 
I was in Guatemala and we were in a board meeting with Eagles Nest International. And there's a guy on our board, Daniel Bazin, he lives down in Burleson, Texas. And he kept bringing up the pumpkin plan, the pumpkin plan. Yeah. And everyone kept saying the pumpkin patch, the like we yeah, got, right. but it was kind of, so it's kind of a fu funny thing. So I actually just ordered both of those books Did on you? Amazon uh, this last week. Yeah. I think you'll so, enjoy them. Yeah. 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 So great. Share I mean, a little bit about it. And you know, uh, the toilet paper entrepreneur, uh, you know, I read that at a time where, um, in the, in the, we were beginning to put some of the systems in place that were, were really important, uh, uh -huh. to, you know, the first Jake's go around. Um, and boy, it just, uh, the book, the book itself just kind of, you hone in on what you're, what's unique about yeah. your business, what, you know, what, without anything else, uh, what do you have to do? Hmm. Uh, and so it was really, uh, that book was, was fantastic. Kind of your non-negotiables. Yeah. Like cutting out the fluff. Absolutely. Like this is like, we can always, and I find this with our industry too, and insurance is there's always busy work you can do. Yeah. But is that busy work creating profit yeah. for your company? Right? right. And like, if, if you had to choose one thing to do to be successful, you got to find something that's, it's, it's going to bring profitability, right? Right. Right. So, yeah. And you know, without giving too much of the book away, you know, uh, it's the application of, you know, without being too descriptive or, or whatever, but you know, you're, you're in the restroom and you've got three sheets of toilet paper left, <laughs> you know, and you have to make do with that. And, yeah. and how does that, how do you do that in your business? Hmm. And you start to identify what's, what's the most important thing, Yeah, you know, and, and what can you do without? Yeah. And you, but you, yeah, prioritize. We were at the, um, we went to the global leadership summit with some members from our team, uh, this last fall and Craig Grishel, who's kind of the host of it. And he's, uh, the pastor at, uh, life church. And, um, one of the things that he used that kind of goes back to that, I feel is like, says you got to bend the curve, right? Right. You got to basically make do with what you got and mm -hmm. how, with what you have, how can you get creative and, and make it work right. and make it work well. And mm -hmm. a lot of times, uh, to be honest, I think people just get lazy. Yeah. Right. And they get, and so a lot of profit margin goes out the back door because they're like, eh, I don't really want to track costs or I don't want to do this or right. I don't want to do an ROI. Um, and you start to do that and you're like, wow, there's a lot of money that could be made here if we were just a little more intentional. Right. Right. Well, a lot of times in small business, man, you've got, you've got so many things coming at you. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of s small business owners just get exhausted. Yeah. They you know, tired. and it's like, golly, yeah. what I, I'm doing everything mm -hmm. and I'm not getting any help from anybody mm -hmm. else. It's all on me. And so they stop, you know, yeah. and they just kind it of, is kind of mail is. it in a little bit. Absolutely. So, okay. So, so, now you've relaunched Jake's. Have you found that maybe the importance of the people that you surround yourself with and maybe you bring in as team members and stuff like that, has that philosophy changed over the years at all? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think uh, first go around in Jake's, I thought, you know what, I have to do everything. Mm -hmm. um, and that, that really, I sp you know, when I said you get a, you know, business owners get exhausted, I speak from experience. Yeah. But, uh, you know, yeah, this time around, um, I don't know how it happened. I'll call it, I'll call it divine intervention, <laughs> but, uh, we had the opportunity to hire, uh, uh Andy Wynn, who is uh, awesome. He is, he's incredible. Yeah. Um, 
you know, he worked as a executive chef at Drizzle uh, in downtown. He worked for uh, Chad and Julie Simmons at the Dutch Bakery. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, right before we opened, Chad contacted me and said, hey, I, I, I can't, I, I've got to get rid of Andy. And are, would you be interested? And at first I thought, yeah, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know Andy. So yeah. I did a little research and I met with him and I was like, okay, yeah, <laughs> this guy's pretty good. Yeah. And, um, he has come in and we don't, you know, Andy's a manager, but I, you know, I, he's our kitchen manager. I call him our pit master. Yeah. Uh, he's just, he's a great guy yeah. and he's got a lot of insight. He's very artistic. Uh, he's very driven, uh, very driven, very driven. Yeah. And he reminds me a lot of myself mm. when I was his age, you know, I can think back when I was 29, I was invincible. I, there wasn't anything I couldn't do in this business. Yeah. And, uh, he has that mentality. And so, um, he's been, he's been great for us. It's That's freed cool. me up to do a lot of other things. And you know what? Um, he's taken our, our barbecue to another level, mm. you know, which is great for the business. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's all at the end of the day, it's all about the business. It's right. all about the mission. And, uh, yeah, so he's been, he's been great. Well, and, and with, you know, you've been talking about your, your purpose and your mission, talking about wanting just to really serve people. Yeah. Right. I think that's what it comes down to. And, um, you know, I look at, I look at one of the greatest examples to me in life of, of servant. And, and, and that's where my belief system comes from within Christ coming willing to come and serve and, and sacrifice himself on the cross and, and do all that. And, and you start to look at like now, how is businesses, how can we, how can we model that? How can we make, make a difference in people's lives? Because people go through a lot of crap, don't yeah. they? And yeah. just being able to, um, when someone comes in, if they're having a bad day for them to just feel welcome, mm-hmm. right. And smile and whether it's, they walk into my office or they walk into your restaurant mm-hmm. and they need some comfort food. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, um, people go through hard things. And so like for, to use your business, just to the, the desire that you have to serve people, I think is so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so bringing in Andy, um, I agree is phenomenal. I think one of the really cool things, and you talked about the importance of moving back to Linden and the community, for your daughter and your family and things like that. Um, the fact that Chad and Julie were so um, intentional mm-hmm. about finding a good home for Andy yeah. and just not be like, hey, we can't do this anymore. Or we're shifting our business model, whatever, right. whatever all that was, that's not my business. But, yeah. um, but the fact that they came to you knowing his passion for barbecue and his drive. Yep. And I still think I remember seeing like a Facebook um, a Facebook post or something like that with, um, you and Tanya and Chad and Julie and Andy. Yep. Um, and I think Andy even posting something as well. I just think that's so cool. Yeah. I think that's like part of community, right? And yeah. just, um, how, how there was a home and now like he's thriving, yep. you know, working with you guys. Yep. Definitely. Yeah. Well, you know, Chad and Julie, uh, they're great people. Uh, we know them personally, not just, you know, as business owners, but you know, we've been in a small group together with them before too. And so, uh, they're just really good people. Yeah. And, uh, uh, they kind of like us, they take an interest in their team. And, Mm. uh, you know, I think that's, I think that's the one thing about, uh, successful small business owners when you can do that, when you can 
when you can get involved with your team and, you know, not closely, closely involved, but when you can get involved well enough to know, um, you know, hey, come alongside them if they're struggling or yeah. uh, encourage them when you know they're having a bad day or, yeah. or whatever it might be. Yeah. And and just to kind of bring them in. And, you know, that's that's kind of our model here at Jake's as well. You know, um, our, our tagline is uh, where guests are family and smiles are endless. And so we really believe that not only our external guests, you know, our guests that come in and uh, dine here, but our internal guest, which is our, our team, you yeah. know, uh, we really, uh, they're, they're part of our family. You know, yeah. we, we take an interest in them. We, um, and, and Chad and Julie do the same thing. And so it was kind of a, I think Andy has felt that. Yeah. I think it was a weird 24 hours for Andy. <laughs> I mean, um, it started out with, Hey, Hey Andy, we've got a, we can't, we can't do this anymore with you. And Hey, but I've got a, I've got a lead. I've got a lead. I've got, I'm going to, I'm going to try go down to the help street you. Yeah, 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 exactly. And so it was really cool. Chad, Andy, and myself, we met at this table actually. That's really cool. And, uh, you know, uh, in the afternoon before we opened and we just sat and talked for, I think we talked for about two hours cool. and you know, it was, it was good. It was good. Yeah. It was a great experience. Yeah. So, uh, and it's worked out. Yeah. So one of the things that you mentioned before you kind of had your head down and you felt like you had to do it all. Mm -hmm. And now you have like people like Andy and I'm sure you have other team members who kind of just take the ball and run with things. Mm -hmm. Um, What has that done when you step back as an employer, uh, hiring people and giving people some freedom and some creative space, right? Mm -hmm. I guess kind of a twofold question. One, what kind of joy or anxiety does that bring you, right? Maybe being hands off a little bit in certain things. And then two, what do you, what has that done for the business? It's an inter- interesting question. I think, um, you know, of the other people, I think I'd be, uh, I'd, it'd be a big mistake for me not to mention my wife, Tanya. Yeah. Uh, you know, she has been so actively involved in the front of the house and mm-hmm. doing things way out of her comfort zone. Yeah. Uh, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't the most comfortable thing for her to do to stand up in front of a group of servers and train them uh, or do orientation type things. That wasn't, that's not who she is. You know, she's more of a one-on-one and uh, building relationship like that. But she has been a tremendous, more tremendously involved in this time around than the first time. And so she's totally written our policy and procedure book already you know, training manuals for servers and mm-hmm. front desk. And man, she has done a phenomenal job. Not only that, but you know, the decor in here yeah. and, and that sort of thing. So, yeah. um, well, that's gotta be fun too, to be able to, to do it as a team, as a couple yeah. and to each kind of have a sweet spot within the company yeah. that, that you get to work on. Right. Right. Yeah. I think that, uh, and, and as far as what it's allowed for me in the business, you know, it's really freed me up to, to concentrate on some of those things that I talked about earlier. Yeah. You know, like, um, uh, getting systems in place now and, and, and going forward with, you know, Hey, I'm learning about marketing, yeah. you know, uh, uh, I know Kaylee has been involved with a story brand yep. on yep. your end and, yep. uh, you know, learning a little bit about that and, yeah. uh, and, and it, cause a lot of times small business owners, man, marketing, Marketing is the one thing that, you know, they just don't have time for. Well, you don't have time for it and you, and you pour money into it 
and you're like, am I even getting a return? Right. Because it's all just kind of like, let's throw it to a wall and see if it sticks instead yeah. of having a strategy yeah. and a plan and something you can track and also just simplifying it, yeah. right? So often I think as business owners too, like I just think it like, we have something in our office that we go over with our sales staff a lot is like, okay, you got your hub and now you got all your, your spokes that come off of it. Mm -hmm. And there's so many different products that we can sell, but like, can we simplify it? Right. Like, like we, we've just kind of realized that, listen, our, our job at Mana Insurance is to, to really kind of cut through everything, simplify the process, make it easy on a business owner or on a person and just say, hey, this is what you really need, Yep. right? All the extra stuff, like you can be overinsured too. Like, and that's what we do on our end and probably similar to you guys too, is just like, all right, this is what we're about. We're yep. about serving, we're about feeling like a family and uh, good food, good people. Yep. You know, and, and, and trying to get that message out instead of saying, hey, we got this, 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 this. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of throw it and it, everyone's kind of like, whoa, what's going on here, right? right? They, get, they get overwhelmed by it. Right. So, yeah. So, okay, tell me a little bit um, more about, you, you've let go of maybe some things this time around. Mm -hmm. um, I think one of the things that gets overlooked a lot is um, uh, self-care. Self Mm -hmm. Um, and, and just even just like from a mental side of things, yeah. um, what are, what are the things outside of the business that give you energy, that give you an opportunity to rest? Is it taking a nap on a Sunday afternoon? Is it, oh, is it right? Yeah. <laughs> I used to hate those as a kid. Now I'm just yeah. like, I can't even make it through a Seahawks game anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, but is, is there a, um, is there something that gives you an energy? Like if you want to get away or you and Tanya want to get away, mm -hmm. you know, what is it, what do you like to do just so your brain can kind of check out from, from work? Cause like you said, as, as being self-employed in small business, you get so many things thrown at you. Yeah. What are those things that allow you to recharge so that you can, um, not just show up, at work and, and you, okay, I'm here, mm -hmm. but you can excel yeah. when you're, when you're at work. Yeah. I, you know, I think, uh, for me personally, uh, I like to work out. Okay. Uh, I don't get to do it or I haven't done it since we opened the business, uh, with regularity, mm -hmm. but I'm starting to get back into it. And man, I really notice just a difference in my, in my thought, in mm -hmm. my, uh, uh, the way I go about the day, yeah. my energy level and that sort of thing. And, you know, like I said earlier, I'm almost 50 years old. And so are you a the, are you a morning workout guy or a, or a at night workout guy uh, or either, middle of the day? Either one. Yeah. I, I, I was an early morning when we were in uh, Arizona. It was uh -huh. early morning uh, because I typically worked uh, midday through nights. OK. Uh, and so that worked well for me. Yeah. Uh, it takes a now when I when I come to work here, I, I usually get here by 7 a.m. And okay. so. Uh, I, I typically, my body's not warmed up at, you know, five o'clock in the morning. So I'll have to put that off till the afternoon, but, yeah, yeah. uh, whenever I can fit it in, yeah. uh, is when I need to do it. But, you know, uh, I love to read. I just got finished, uh, with a book, uh, extreme ownership. Have you read that? So, okay. So I, I did it backwards. I read the dichotomy of leadership, okay. which is a sequel to extreme ownership. Yep. Um, I had done it on an audio book this summer. Okay. Uh, we got a couple acres, so it was kind of my lawn mowing book okay. um, that I listened to. Um, but I actually started Extreme Ownership um, on the way down to, Guata when I went okay. down to Guatemala a few weeks ago. Yeah. So I think I'm in chapter four or five right okay. now. And just, yeah. But yeah, it was a good read, man. 
I love those guys. Yeah. They got some good podcasts. Uh, that Jocko Willink is on yeah. Dave Ramsey's um, Entree Leadership oh, okay. podcast quite a bit. Okay. And um, yeah, they're phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah. So, so I find, you know, reading books like that and, and trying to figure out, you know, I'll, I'll read a chapter, I'll think about it, I'll put it down, um, mm-hmm. and then I'll think, man, what would my business look like if I applied that principle in my business? And hmm. so I, I tend to get, you know, growing up, I, n- I never really read too terribly much, yeah. just only what I had to do. And, yeah. and then I read the cliff notes really, yeah. because I just didn't like to read. I didn't comprehend things very well. So, yeah. but now that I'm older, I'm, I'm really interested in, in, in topics like that and yeah. uh, applying them. So they, those give me energy. Those yeah. give me a focus. Yeah. I love watching, watching my kids uh, in athletics yeah. uh, and, you know, just being a part of that. I've had the opportunity to coach, you know, to, uh, two to two to three of my kids. Okay. And, uh, that, that's, that's just a fun, fun thing for me to yeah. do coaching and, uh, you know, coaching and business leadership. They're, yeah. they're pretty much the same thing. You know, <laughs> you're trying to get the most out of everybody, exactly, right? right? And yep. encourage them to, uh, uh, to be at their best. And yeah. so, uh, I love doing that. Cool. Yeah. Um, so you said you're almost 50. Yeah. Like five. Oh, so good times 15 years from now yep where do you see jake's linen it's a great question um you know i'm 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 really not sure okay you know you you start a business uh, at least i do and i you know i i know how quickly business can change Hmm. i know how hard it is in the restaurant business and so for me to sit here and say you know what I think we're going to have eight Jakes and we're going to be up and down the West coast. And then we're going to get bought by some large conglomerate barbecue chain or something. You know, I, I don't know. I've never really had aspirations. If you get bought by a large chain. Yeah. Are you just going to take your smoker and go like to a remote island somewhere and just like, I'm just going to smoke my own meat every day and I'm just going to sit back and, yeah, you know, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, th- I think, uh, I think I'd spend a fair amount of time on the beach. Yeah, or, there you go. <laughs> relaxing. So the remote island with, uh, with the warm beach, yeah, that sounds yeah, fun. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, I'm not, I'm not really sure. I yeah. know that, uh, you know, what I would love to do is continue to grow, grow the business, mm-hmm. continue to build relationships, yeah. uh, continue to uh, put out quality product and, mm-hmm. and get, just get better. You yeah. know, um, I want to see, you know, you touched on a principle earlier, uh, we were talking, you know, you, we work for ourselves, mm-hmm. we work to better our family. And I take that to, to my team members as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I want them to work to better them their, themselves yeah. there you know when when i have a server that's in a section here at the restaurant that's your business that's your own business yeah. and what are you doing to build your business let me yeah. let me help you build your business mm-hmm. uh because at the end of the day if they win i win well and they're building uh-huh. that relationship with those clients mm-hmm. if they're people like me that return clients yeah um my wife and i've always taken um I, you can ask Kaylee. I'm typically a pretty good tipper. Yeah, right? that's what I hear. But I, <laughs> but that's word on the street. But anyway. it's got to be good service. Yeah. Uh, and and I don't I don't I I can remember the worst dining experience I've ever had in my life. Mm-hmm. It wasn't here. Yeah. It was in Oregon somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, but I remember that. Yeah. And it just it ruined our night. Yeah. It just absolutely ruined our night. And so we we really take seriously if we, someone comes and takes care of us. 
we're paying for that. Yeah. We're not just paying for the food. We're paying for the atmosphere, the convenience mm-hmm. for that. And, and like you said, that's an opportunity for them to take ownership of that area mm-hmm. and, and to really build that out. Right. Yeah, so, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Um, if you have to say one thing that's been the key to, to relaunching Jake's, um, the success, I would say that, that you had early on and, and the excitement around it. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what do you think that is? Putting you on the spot a little bit. But. Yeah, one thing. Um, you know, there, there's so many things. <laughs> I, I, it's, it's so hard for me to pick one thing because in this, in this industry especially, mm-hmm. you know, if you focus too much on food quality, uh, then you lose, maybe you're not as focused on service or you're not as focused on marketing um you know i I think it's just a combination of a lot of things Mm -hmm. you know that that make you really successful Mm -hmm. but if there's one thing that that we compete on that i you know that i think has made us successful i think it's quality of product that we serve Mm -hmm. you know we don't a lot of places around us serve a you know a five ounce burger they're called three to one burgers and yeah. we we serve an eight ounce burger yeah so when you get that burger you're not looking for the meat yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean it's you can see it yeah. it's it's huge uh when you when you see uh you know the portions that we put on a plate i mean mm-hmm. we're not, we're not skimpy about it i mean we we charge a little bit more money probably yeah. than, than most places but the quality of product that we use, you know, the certified Angus beef yep. uh, brisket and, uh, you know, the the certified Angus beef ground chuck brisket short rib burger that you just don't find anywhere yeah. else. Yeah. People taste the difference. Yeah. And I think uh, I think oftentimes business owners, they get so focused in on the cost. Mm. And boy, if I shave 10 cents off of this mm. item, then I'm gonna make this much more money. And yeah. we, we tend to not focus too much on that. We don't focus on uh, necessarily cutting costs or how can I get a cheaper product. We focus on our guests mm-hmm. and we focus on, hey, what would, if I was going out to eat, what would I want in the product that I'm getting? And we want to make sure that we care about our guests. We well, want them coming back. And so we want yeah. to give them a fantastic product. And not just in the taste too, but even in the quality of food that people are putting into their bodies, right? Like, oh, I mean, absolutely. it goes all the way around, right? And yeah. so, and I, I even, the other day I had lunch here with one of my assistant coaches and and, um, and we were having lunch and I, I got the two meat combo plate or whatever. Mm-hmm because I knew that it would actually feed me and my boys for dinner that yeah. night too. <laughs> like, wait a minute, I get two yeah. big sausage links too. Yeah. Maybe Plus we need to cut down our portion size. Yeah. A bit. No, just <laughs> but, but it, you know, it, it's one of those things. Yeah. I mean, I, the quality is hands down. It's there. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and I think that's what you guys do a really good job of. And so, um, all right, I'll give you a shameless plug here. Shameless plug. Okay. Someone who's never come into Jake's before they're listening to this podcast Mm -hmm. for some reason they don't trust my take on it on being the best food in whatcom county what is what is your what's what do you want them to experience when they come in well well first of all what you say is the truth you know so i think people should listen to what (laughs) you say yeah (laughs) absolutely set you free and and you know i've i've never been a i've never been a kind of guy that uh, says oh we have the best this and the best that and because i think I kind of think talk is cheap. 
Yeah. Um, but I tell you, it's it's really hard. For, it's hard for me to pick that because I know, I know the testing uh, that goes into our products. Mm. Uh, the, you know, we 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 make everything in house, and we. Uh, before we put it on a menu, I mean, we don't just throw something on the menu and say, hey, this, this ought to yeah. be good. Like, we have a new item coming out here on our next menu, shrimp and grits, okay? What's more southern than grits? And so we're going to be offering cheesy grits as a what side. What are grits? Can you, can you explain grits that? I've heard like, grits so yeah, many times. Like a, yeah, it's like a cornmeal. Um, a lot of people, if I say cream of wheat, you'll probably yeah. know yeah. roughly what it's like. Okay. Um, but but ours will be different than obviously yeah. cream of wheat. But uh, but it's a southern staple, you know. And so to have something like that on the menu, we're not just going. To, we don't just put it out there. I mean, we've run we've run it as a test, uh, you know, feature item on the on the weekends here. Mm-hmm. Um, we've tested it in the kitchen. We've we've tried it different ways. We've we've tried the execution of it. How can we how can we pull it off? Yeah. Uh, in our normal operation. So before we just kind of put something out there, uh, we've done a lot of testing. Play with around it. with it. You kind yeah. of see if it's going to fit. Yeah, absolutely. It. And yeah. if it's not outstanding, if it doesn't, if, if we don't try it and we go, wow, Andy, that's really good. Yeah. Or Tanya, what do you, this is fantastic. Have you ever tasted anything this good? If, if it doesn't pass that test, we don't put it on the menu. Well, and I would say knowing your drive for barbecue and quality food, and knowing Andy mm-hmm. as the other cook who has that exact same passion. Yep. And then obviously Tan- Tanya, who's working with the front of the house and the guests, mm-hmm. she's going to hear about it if it's not like kind of that triangle of the three of you. Right. Um, you guys are going to be probably a lot pickier than your customers on the quality that's coming out too. We Just are. Just knowing your personalities. Yeah. Right. And your drive for excellence. Yep. And so um, I think that's that's a great a great thing because a lot of I think a lot of businesses just kind of get stuck in a rut mm-hmm. and the fact that you're always trying to what else can we kind of mix in yeah. and, and you want consistency in certain things right mm-hmm. but being able to have hey we're going to run this for the next three months or we're going to do this or yeah. this might you know if it takes off maybe it may, we make it permanent but right. I think being willing to change and adapt is 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 cool yeah it's so, been really neat and, yeah. and that's been a cool thing for me too is to kind of you know as an entrepreneur your uh, your cool your your favorite thing is probably coming up with new ideas. Yeah, right. You know, hey, what if we did this? What if we did that? You know, I went to Andy a few weeks ago and I said, "Why don't we do hush puppies?" And he was like, "Oh, I got the best hush puppy recipe." And I said, "Well, why aren't we doing them?" That's, I mean, hush puppies, southern. We yeah. we got to do hush puppies. Yeah. So he whips out a recipe of hush puppies and boom, there they are. It's like, wow, Andy, these are the best hush puppies I've so, ever had. So, so this I've, is fantastic. So, okay, good so, job. Yeah, so I'm in here like. <laughs> Two weeks ago, two, three weeks ago, yep. whenever I think you guys were just first coming out with them. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting in my little booth and I was by myself and I was, I was just doing some work. I, do you ever feel like when you're at the office or like at work, like you can't get stuff done because people are coming and yep. talking to you constantly. Yep. So this is my safe, my safe yeah, place, right? Love that. So I'm sitting there, I'm typing, I'm doing a bunch of stuff. Tanya comes up, she goes, you want your lemonade and your, your wings? I'm like, yep. And, um, and, um, I think it was, is it Kayla? Is she, is she is one of the servers Kayla, maybe? Kayla, Kayla. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Kayla. Um, and she's like, she's like, Hey, would you like to try some hush puppies? I'm like, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm kind of that guy. I get in my lane and I stay in my lane. I know what I like. Yeah. And, uh, she kind of kept like 
kind of pushed me knowing that like I come here all the time. Right. Yeah. So it wasn't like over the top, but, um, and, um, so Tanya's like sitting in another booth, just kind of, I was the only one in the restaurant it was the middle of the afternoon. And, um, all of a sudden Kayla comes at with my food and stuff. And then, um, five minutes later, she brings me like kind of like a half thing of hush puppies mm. and she, and Tanya just turns around and she's like, you just got to try them. I got to know your take. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I, so I had one and you got that little like bistro sauce with it. Yeah. Spicy remoulade. Oh, gosh, it was so good. Good. It was so good. Yeah. And I was like, huh, my wife would be proud Hush of puppies. me. I, I, I branched out and I tried something new Yeah, and it was really good. And so okay. then we had our, we had a team meeting here the other day with some of our executive team and, and we had to get Hush Puppies. Yeah. So, but yeah. That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. It's yeah. probably fun for you to have someone to bounce yeah. like food ideas off of that spends time cooking and coming up with recipes and stuff too, huh? Yeah, definitely. And, and you know what? And you know, it says a lot about Andy too, is he does a lot of research. Yeah. The guy does his homework, yeah. man. It's been, it's been really impressive. Um, the smoker that we have in the kitchen, he hadn't worked on a smoker like that one before. Mm -hmm. And so the, the amount of time, that he's put in learning about the smoker one, but experimenting and trying different, like the way that we do baby back ribs now is different than when we first started, even with first Jake's or yeah. even when we relaunched here, yeah. he has done, he, he just continues to experiment. And that's, what's fun about barbecue, right? Yeah. You know, I, you, you got a Traeger grill and we yeah, talked about yeah, yeah, that yeah, a little bit. Yeah. And you know, when you, you, you just try different things. That's the fun thing about barbecue is yeah. it's never perfect. No, you can, and you continue to try to make it perfect, yeah. but you'll never, you'll never make it yeah. as perfect. You yeah. can always be just a little bit better. Yeah. And uh, that's the cool part about, you know, food and having somebody like Andy around. He's, he, you know, he's just a, uh, he's a mad scientist back there that just kind of, <laughs> you know, continues to come up with different ways of doing things. Yeah. Sometimes it's a little hard to keep up with him. Yeah. Um, but well, man, he's, he's doing great. It's fun too. Cause like you said, it's always changing. There's always different things. Um, my cousin, uh, worked as a sound engineer on uh, barbecue Pitmasters, that oh, yeah. TV show for a yep. while. And he's like, Oh yeah, I was in, you know, Ohio this weekend or I went here this weekend. And, and, and he goes, you know, some guy gave me some of his like secret sauce, barbecue, like sauce or whatever, and sent me home with a few bottles and mm -hmm. he goes, oh, it's just incredible. And I was like, you probably gained a lot of weight, like <laughs> filming those. Right. Yeah. But, um, but it's just, it's, yeah, it's cool. Cause it's always kind of evolving and trying different stuff. And, yeah. um, it might be fun to have you and Andy on again sometime together and talk about some of that like experimentation and things like that and yeah. kind of where your guys' passion comes from. Yeah. But, that'd be awesome. Um, Thanks so much for taking time to be on here today. And, yeah. and, um, yeah, I'm excited to see where Jake's Lennon goes and appreciate just what you guys do in the community and being a spot for families. This is, I mean, this is our family's favorite restaurant. This oh, is my, awesome. my kids love coming here. My, my boys absolutely. And, and Taya too, they love brisket. So it's just, they come and they get the brisket sandwich every time. And you know, they, they, they're getting older and now they leave and, they get the kids meal one, but it's completely gone now. And yeah. so we're like, yeah, we might have to start changing Step to the up. adult menu pretty soon. <laughs> um, but thanks for all you do and for uh, your investment in this community and, um, and just being a, a cool place for people to come and feel at home. So yeah, thank you. Yeah. Well, and we really appreciate your support and uh, the support of the community too. It's uh, you know, we're nothing without uh, folks like you and uh, you. in the community too. And yeah. so, 
they're, you're the reason that we do what we do. So. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks. Well, thanks everybody. Make sure you hit like and subscribe to this podcast and make sure you come check out Brian and the team at Jake's. Uh, Jake's Linden here uh, just off the Guide Meridian and uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Podcast thankfully is brought to us by Nationwide Insurance. The agents at Mana Insurance Group know a lot about auto, business, farm, home, life, and retirement. Call Mana today at 360-922-0149. Nationwide is on your side. Nationwide Mutual Insurance Company and Affiliates, Columbus, Ohio, subject to underwriting guidelines, review, and approval.